Welcome to a special SiriusXM broadcast event dedicated to Monaco. Now, in conversation with His Serene Highness, Prince Albert II. The Monaco Grand Prix is considered one of the most prestigious races in motorsport. The scenic beauty that Monaco possesses added to the beauty of Formula One cars racing along the streets. With hills on one side and a mesmerizing Mediterranean sea on the other, steeped in history, the narrow track, coupled with the crowd almost on top of the drivers, provides a challenge like nowhere else. Most drivers in the world would say that Monaco is the jewel in the crown, and I'm certainly one of them. Hello and welcome to a special Sirius XM programme with me, two-time Monaco Grand Prix winner, David Coulthard. Sorry, I had to get that in early. And with me is my old pal, former Formula One team owner, Eddie Jordan. Ah, David, I'm still here. You are indeed. I'm listeners. still above ground after all these years. Uh, indeed, and, and as the listeners can hear, you're still as mad as ever because only you no. growl like Captain Jack Sparrow every time I you introduce you. You created Jack Sparrow. I, well, I, I wish I had, and I'd be a oh, very well, wealthy man, but you're like the pirate of Formula One team owners. You know, Jordan Grand Prix, you always did things differently. Well, I did, but that's a very nice description of me, David, because some people would reject that, but I actually quite like it. Well, EJ, we're here in the beautiful surroundings of the palace in Monte Carlo, and it is, I think, undoubtedly the jewel in the crown of the Formula One season. And talking of crowns, we are going to be joined by actual royalty, and we're very, very privilege to have His Serene Highness, Prince Albert II of Monaco, has just entered the room. How are you, sir? I'm fine, thank you. Welcome, gentlemen. It's a pleasure to have you. Pleasure to see you. We're a couple of pirates um, here, you know that anyway. <laughs> but, uh... Uh, welcome to pirates. <laughs> well, actually, you mentioned pirates. I, I make fun of Eddie because he, he very often goes, ah, like this, and he sounds like <laughs> Captain, <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow when he, when he does that. And, 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 and I should maybe mention to our listeners at the very top of this, uh, we, we, of course, uh, Monsignor, have tremendous respect uh, for you and your, your, your title, but we're very privileged to have lived here in Monte Carlo for, for many years and, and having had the time to spend many an event with you and many social times. So I think it's fair to say, uh, and if I'm not overstepping the mark, we're, we're friends having this conversation yes, rather than I... yourself or Prince, me, I'm a mere, a mere commoner. <laughs> Eddie likes to consider himself the king of Ireland. No, he calls me a pikey all the time. <laughs> it's wonderful to have this uh, friendly conversation here in this uh, family lounge here in, here in the palace. And, and uh, it's a great occasion to have this dialogue and this uh, uh, wonderful discussion. And I hope Eddie's going to be on form because... Uh, I'm, I'm promised, <laughs> David, that I would behave. So okay. you may see a different side to me today. Okay. <laughs> yeah, best behavior, please. Well, <laughs> I, I think also then, if we, if we just strip away uh, the formality of this beautiful mm -hmm. palace setting, mm -hmm. I actually see us very much as a three sports people altogether because yourself, well, sir, have so. been a great <laughs> Olympian. Uh, many, many... Thank you. Uh, many Olympic... Five Winter Olympic Games. So one yes. of the... You must be one of the most Olympic... Uh, Olympians <laughs> yeah. ever. Five. Well, um, funnily enough, there are uh, quite a number of people with five, quite a few with six Olympics, and then it uh, dwindles down to seven, eight. I think the most is 10 that, that, that I've seen, 10, a couple of sailors and, and a, a Japanese uh, athlete in equestrian sports. And so uh, that's a pretty remarkable feat. But uh, so I'll, I'll never get there because uh, I 
stop that. I'm, <laughs> I'm impressed with five. Don't you worry. I'm very impressed. Well, I should maybe then just remind our listeners that uh, yourself uh, as an Olympian, having competed mm-hmm. there in the Winter Olympics, uh, yep. uh, representing Monaco with mm-hmm. Bobsley, Eddie, you're a former racing driver uh, turned team owner of the Jordan Formula mm-hmm. One team. And uh, well, look, in the purposes of this conversation, I'm just merely a two-time winner of Monte Carlo. Yeah, well, that's, a, that's, a, that's a something to be proud of. Did you ever I mean, win here? I, I don't think so. I, no, I, I checked always, the records. <laughs> he always claims that I inherited them. Uh, and Ron Dennis said, at least you won one on merit. So um, I have won more than one, let me tell you. But DC always plays it down because he always tries to tell me that um, he gave me two Grand Prix because he caused a crash that actually made us win the race. But anyway, I don't think we need to no, uh, I meant start that, making strides. I, I meant uh, how many wins as a driver, not as a oh, team no, I, I came here. <laughs> In 1979, mm-hmm. as a driver, mm-hmm. um, Formula 3, mm-hmm. and that's the sum total of my expertise <laughs> going around the road. I didn't know that you, you raced here. In uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you finish Shame or did on you, you crash have you not done your research? <laughs> well, I wasn't around at that time. No, was... well, that's it. Let's move on because it's not important uh, to our listeners, and I'm certainly not important. I'm sure we can find some footage here. somewhere. <laughs> it would be black and white, though. It's okay. We, we're in Monaco. There, there's this amazing sporting event called the Grand Prix. Is there really? There is indeed. (laughs) And it is, I I, I think it was, if I'm not wrong, um, one of, I think it was only behind the uh, 100 metre final and the World Cup final Mm -hmm. as the most viewed sports event globally. Yeah. You must be incredibly proud. You've been born into the principality. Mm -hmm. You have been a sports man. You have uh, resided uh, and viewed this Grand Prix. Mm -hmm. Uh, it, it means a lot to the principality. Oh, it does. It's it's our you know our premium event, and uh, it's it, you, you cannot imagine the number of people uh, around the world where when I travel, uh, how many people talk to me about the Grand Prix, and for for a lot of people, that's their one time of the year where they do get to see views of Monaco, and and, and where they do get some feeling of of what not only F one is all about, and and part of the history of F one is really. Uh, anchored here in Monaco because of the Grand Prix and the rally, of course. But and it it, it has such an impact on people. It's amazing. Uh, I, I was once going. This was in 2009 when when I did a tour of Antarctica. I went to a, one of the research stations there, and it was a Korean station uh, where the only two things that they told me that they knew about Monaco was first the Grand Prix uh, and second the the football team because at that time we we had a Korean player on our on our team and so <laughs> and so it, so it was amazing that they really followed that uh, followed football of course but but that they followed the Grand Prix even in a remote station in Antarctica <laughs> why do you think for such a small place mm-hmm. It has become the Grand Prix that every driver wants to win. Every team principal wants to join the the gala dinner. It's one of the only races where there is a gala reception mm-hmm. after the race, which uh, I was lucky enough to, to, to go there when your late father was still alive and, and be hosted when I won the Grand Prix the first time. Is, is it that royal connection that makes this such a popular Grand Prix or do you think it's the craziness of the challenge because the streets are pretty mm-hmm. tight? Yeah. Well, I think it's a combination of, of things uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, gentlemen, but uh, yes, it is the, the difficulty of the track and, and, and it is challenging and, and it's unforgiving if you make a mistake uh, and it's 
unlike any other track that you need a different setup for the for the car and and uh but it's the whole atmosphere i think it's uh the fact of course that it's the the premium uh, i'm saying that word a lot uh <laughs> but it's the it's one of the only well now there are more uh city races than there used to be but but it was kind of the the, the first one of its kind along with well in france that was dijon or or, or but but not on the necessarily on the F1 circuit, and so it, it, it's that the challenge, but also the yes, of course the 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 atmosphere, the glamour, uh, the fact that you know uh, most of the and and again, please correct me if I'm wrong, but that's where most of the uh, sponsors entertain their their, uh, their their clients and 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 so there's 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 that whole connection of uh, and then of course my family's involvement with 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 the event and and with everything that goes on around the event uh, that makes it i think a unique experience for everybody i just uh, enlarge on that because not alone dave is talking about the celebration at the end of the grump but you know you invite those sponsors and the participants and all of the drivers to to the palace here um to enjoy the uh pre-race uh, festivities and you are there princess charlene is here uh, and you have music and all sorts of things and i just want to touch on the music because what people at home may not realize but the prince here and myself we've had some drum offs together because you have to know <laughs> that he he when i'm playing the cajon he gets me to move away so as he can have a trash himself so we decided yeah. to have them together and we mentioned <laughs> roger taylor from queen but i yeah. think we've all had uh, times together where we Enjoy the music, and I want to ask you: uh, music does it play a big part in your life, or is it just passing? No, I know I I I've enjoyed uh, music and, and learning different instruments. I, I learned to play the guitar not very well many years ago, uh, and I, yeah, I kind of played around with drums and and percussion with the years. But I was even in a in a choir at, when I was at university, uh, so it's it's always been there. I, I didn't pursue it probably as as fully as I could have, but uh, but I I've, I've always enjoyed going to concerts, uh, listening to music, and and then of course playing around with with friends. Could could have been more than just a pastime, but but I but, but I really enjoy. Uh, have you consciously making music set with, yourself out? <laughs> I'm sorry. Did no, you? I was going to say I, I enjoy making music with uh, uh, people like you, Eddie. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Uh, a bit of a, what did you set out? Because many years ago, people thought about Monaco in a certain way, mainly on the financial side. Whereas now, um, as David has alluded to, um, you know, you have all the top tennis players, you've got all the top Grand Prix players, you've got a, a multitude of sports people, and this, for me, you know, the world sporting capital. In my, you know, they, when we go to Melbourne, they always like to think that they are, but actually, they're not even close to what you've got here. So, do you consider yourself as being, you know, the venue or the residence or the home of world sports people? No, absolutely, and it, you know, it wasn't necessarily consciously, but. Uh but it did happen over the years. Of course, it started uh, with a lot of Grand Prix drivers, then tennis players, then uh, uh, cyclists, uh, motorcycle riders, uh, and wide variety of, of different sports. And so, athletes, of course, came here for certain benefits, of course. But but also be, because that they know that 
you know, the weather's pretty nice year round and that they're great training facilities and, and, and they're great opportunities to, to, uh, for them to, to have a, a nice quality of life and, and, and a good family life as well. Well, that leads me very conveniently to uh, a man that had the vision to not come here once he'd established his career. He came here when he was born, Charles Leclerc. Monegas driver, racing for one of the most iconic brands in motor racing, Ferrari. He is very much part of the normal society here. His mother used to cut my hair. And, um, <laughs> not, not very well in no, the time I said no. no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> a long time yeah, ago. It was a long time ago. <laughs> I, I, it doesn't grow anymore. But okay, I'm sorry. How, how proud are you of, of knowing that one of your own and, and Monaco is, uh, there's more than 30,000 people live here, but there's about 9,400 when I checked, uh, actual Monegasque yeah. uh, citizens, mm -hmm. and he's one of them. No, it's a tremendous pride and joy for, for us. I mean, he's, I've, I've been following him since, since he was 14, since he won his first titles in, in, in go-kart racing, and, and he, you know, went through the ranks in the Ferrari Academy, and uh, he's incredibly talented. He's a wonderful young man, uh, great values, great uh, personality. He's really uh, doesn't shy away from conversations. Is is, and he is. A, every time I listen to him in, in a post race interview, yeah, I mean, he's he's very objective, very critical about his performance. Uh, I think more so than than most drivers uh and and he's he's uh, he's had some great successes of course he's had some tough times as well uh but we really hope and we were hoping that uh, that one day he will not only win here in monaco but uh, that he will win the the big title uh but uh, you know Patience is also a great quality to have, even if you're driving uh, extremely fast around uh, tight corners. Uh, but but uh, I'm sure his time will come, and uh, if he has the right car, of course, and if he has the right team around him. But uh. that that may then conveniently lead me onto one one more question about the Grand Prix. There was a bit of a delay in the announcement of the extension of the contract, and we were all getting a bit nervous that could we imagine Formula One not being here in the Principality? That's all been sorted out and agreed, and we're safe and secure for the future. That's all been sorted out. Uh, we're in a, well, in theoretically a five-year contract, but th there'll be a, an assessment after three years. Uh, there were some points that that needed to be clarified they they were clarified it, it took a little longer than it than was anticipated but but we're i think we're in a very good place a very good dynamic and and a very good working relationship with uh with uh, liberty media and 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 the f1 people and it's and it has to be that way because of course we uh have no intention of <laughs> of not being on the f1 circuit and so uh and and uh but but I, but I I'm enjoying a very good relationship with uh, with everybody with Stefano Domenicali and everybody else involved in in those uh, negotiations, but also in in the in the F1 world. I have to ask you because I, I spent nearly all my time in Formula One uh, under the stewardship and the leadership of one Mr. Bernard Eccleston, and <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to figure out: do, do you have as good a relationship that that we all thought that you did have Bernie mm -hmm. and you were okay. Yes, absolutely. Uh, he was, uh, you know, he's a, a 
man with an incredible personality, and and I, I still run into him uh, occasionally. But um, and he was, you know, he he could be very demanding and very very tough sometimes. But but I think we had a, a very good understanding and and a very good relationship. Well, actually, Monsignor, uh, Eddie, as you know, um, is a, a great storyteller, as yeah. the Irish are, and you have Irish heritage, Absolutely. and you're very proud of that heritage. I think our listeners should just possibly, a uh, little bit of research, a little bit of history, um, but may I must say, your mother, in my opinion, and in many people's opinion, was probably the most beautiful woman that I've ever seen. And she photographs amazingly. She was just gorgeous. But she was born in 1929 when the Grand Prix first came to Monaco. Exactly. So there's a, a lot of connections there. And um, uh, the Irish connection, how important is that to you or is it important at all? To, do you feel somewhat a little bit Irish? No, I do. And, and um, it's, a, it's a great heritage. And, and, of course, I'm very close also to my uh, American cousins uh, uh, in Philadelphia and they of course, are very proud as well of their Irish heritage. And so they, uh, I, I, I usually try to associate them with uh, visits to Ireland and, and, and uh, different uh, uh, charity events or other events that we have there. And so, and in fact, uh, my cousin, John B. Kelly III, uh, son of my uncle Jack Kelly, also an Olympian, um, was present in, in Newport for the unveiling. And Fantastic. So, uh, no, so it's a, it's, a, it's a wonderful connection, and I feel that very, very strongly, and, I, and I've tried to you know, keep, keep that connection alive over the years. I think you actually could qualify for an Irish passport on the history. <laughs> so I'm sure you don't need me to negotiate something like that for you. I, I'm not sure you probably need a passport to travel. But, uh, <laughs> I do. I, I do. do. Oh, you, you, I, I can imagine you at passport control <laughs> getting a stamp as you're, as you're traveling. But, um, you know, I have to, as a, a proud Scot, uh, any, any sort of draw to Scotland at all? Is <laughs> well, there is, actually, uh, because the first wife of Prince Albert I, uh, Lady Mary Douglas Hamilton, uh, of uh, the Hamiltons uh, that have a beautiful castle in on the Isle of Arran, uh, which is now a museum uh, belonging to Scottish heritage. But uh, so so there is a little a wee bit of Scottish in me as well. Well, and we, we're also so uh, don't fight, guys. No, 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 no. I, <laughs> what we do on you don't have to put that sort of amongst. We fight all the time. We we, we do. I I feel it's an it's an unusual one with Eddie because Eddie Jordan is uh, a mature gentleman. Um, you're I, I'm, is it fair that I say you're halfway through your seventies, or would you like no, me to no, no, embellish? You, you, you are ageist, aren't you? I'm you not, just you do this all the time to you, me. Eddie, you're just trying to put anyone off who might be attracted to me in any particular <laughs> way, sure and they're trying to tell to me somebody. that I'm seventy-five. I feel good about being. You, you, you are in incredible shape. You actually, so yes. there, there is a, an event which supports uh, the Princess Charlene Foundation, yep. which is called mm -hmm. the uh, Cock Ride, which goes from Saint-Tropez mm -hmm. to, to Monaco. Mm -hmm. Yourself have taken part mm -hmm. many, many times. Mm -hmm. Eddie is one of the senior uh, members of, of that ride, but he's yep. one of the first to get back to Monaco. He's in great shape. For our listeners, it's important what cock means. And it's C-O-C-C. -C. Yes. It's called Champagne Oyster, Oyster Cycling, Cycling Club, Club. Yes. and it was originated by Monsignor here himself, because we used to have, in, in Plastan, we used to have pints 
oysters yes. and champagne. What at, an amazing Sunday At the Sunday end of our was. little run, uh, of our little... little very little run. <laughs> no, it was at least a couple hours. Uh, yeah, so we would go back to back into Monaco and stop at the at the open-air market, and there was a kiosk there with uh, some beautiful oysters and, uh, and a little glass of champagne, and, and that, was, uh, that was the start of it. And that's how Cock <laughs> first started. Yes. Yeah. Well, we should actually know, that Monaco, for anyone who's never been here, it's mm-hmm. a small principality. I yes. believe it's a landmass of about just over two square kilometres. Yeah. But you mentioned oysters. There's a little oyster farm just on the, on the harbour. There is Fonvier. indeed, in the Fonvier Harbour. Yeah. Uh, and th- there's other industry here as well, which mm-hmm. I've often felt and I'm proud to live here, of mm-hmm. course, but we, if I may include myself now, mm-hmm. punch above our weight, given its size. You've got yeah. more professional athletes here than probably any other uh, country uh, mm-hmm. representing across a wide and diverse group yeah. of sports. You've got industry here. Mm-hmm. You've clearly got the glamour which goes with the casino and you know Casino Square and the Hotel de Paris and Hermitage mm-hmm. and all those beautiful locations. So there's a lot of things to be proud of beyond the history. No, absolutely. And uh, what, when you mentioned industries, I mean, there, we have, uh, I think there's, there, we are home to over 4,000 different companies that, that have established either a headquarters of Monaco or actual operations. Uh, but uh, in the industrial sector, there's uh, electronics, uh, cosmetics, pharmaceuticals. Um, so, you know, you know, a lot, lot of some uh, plastic components for automobiles. Um, so there's a wide variety of, of, and a wide diversity in, uh, in our industrial sector, and, and we're very proud of that as well. David, are you going to ask me to start telling little stories? <laughs> well, I'd, I'd actually, I was fearing this part, so if you bear with us, uh, sir, because as you know, Eddie's uh, stories sometimes, uh, sometimes are true, um, but, I, but mostly <laughs> they're just seldom. made up. So he's going to tell us a, a, little, uh, a little tale here, I guess, and, okay. and I'm you can validate whether it's true or not. I think oh, I will. you want to explain to how much in a percentage terms of this is true. So I, I'm, I'm going back now some years. On the 14th of March, 1958, was the birthday of your good self, Monsignor. Yeah. And uh, it so coincides with exactly the same date as my wife. And we were having a St. Patrick's Day party here in the palace for uh, the pub, which we were very grateful that we were invited to. And we had a few little Christmas drinks, or pre-drinks, um, on, on, on the 14th. And it was Marie, myself, we had Paul McGinley, the Ryder Cup yeah. captain, and then we had Brian O'Driscoll, who had just won yeah. the Grand Slam. Mm-hmm. Harry was there, Tom mm-hmm. was there. Mm-hmm. And... If you can imagine, David, we were in the back of the boat and it was March, so we had the curtains pulled because it was not quite uh, like summertime. So, the, the, do you remember this? Oh, yeah, 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 I do. <laughs> so, the window opens and in comes this hand and we're saying, what's going on here? This hand came in with a present, but we didn't see who was the person behind it. So, no security no people introducing him, no one checking out whether the boat was rammed or not or whether the, 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 the bad people of Ireland were on board because there were some bad people. Really? But in walked none other than himself, the prince. And um, that was such a great moment. Yeah. And you were followed in very very soon after that by Bono, uh, yeah. Larry and Edge yeah. because they were, they were here rehearsing for their world tour. And, um, exactly. You too, yeah. by the way, for any yeah. listeners who don't know. You, we've got to remem- remind our audience who you're talking about <laughs> So I know I'm old, but listen, these are people <laughs> too, that I grew up with. But that was 
such a momentous thing. And that gives people who are listening that you are so in touch with reality, with the mm-hmm. people, and, mm-hmm. and you're, you're, you know, the people that are here. Mm-hmm. And I just want you to say, first of all, is that remotely true? And the other thing is um, the ability that you have to, to integrate with people and mm-hmm. to be a friend of theirs and to mm-hmm. go to all of the functions that you do mm-hmm. go. I personally don't know where you get the time from, and <laughs> I, I can promise you we applaud you for that. Well, I thank you, and uh, yes, it is true. Uh, and but I was very happy to do that. It was uh, it was complicated because I was it was kind of between events f- for me. But uh, I wanted absolutely to uh, uh, celebrate a fellow uh, Pisces and uh, and uh, uh, the, the wonderful. Your your beautiful wife, who's who's much nicer than you are. Well, uh, everyone <laughs> says that, and I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to believe it, it, it may be true. Well, sir, I think uh, at that point it's mm-hmm. uh, the moment for Eddie and I to thank you sincerely really? for your time. It's what been you fantastic. have a meeting somewhere? Well, no, it just I I, I could see security looking at me, so I thought we'd overstayed a welcome at the palace. But it's been absolutely fantastic. Thank to, you. It's been a great uh, pleasure. Be hosted here, um, we are uh, uh, proud citizens of, of the Principality here um, and uh, we, th- we thank you for your time and we wish you continued health and happiness in well, the future. Thank you very much and all, all my best to both of you. But so just before soon. we leave, because <laughs> there's always a little addition he when always I'm does ah. No, it's not a question. Uh, you did say that most of this, most, not all, but most of my stories were pretty true. Most of them were pretty accurate. Of course, uh, there's. There you the, go, David. I told you they're not all made up. I'll never hear the end of that. Uh, so at this point, I think we have to say one more time. Absolutely. Thank you very Your much. Thank Highness, you. Thank you very much for your time. And okay. normally I would remain seated because I'm with Eddie, but in your honour, I stand and thank you, sir. <laughs> oh, I, do I do the same? Thank you. I don't know the protocols. Thank you very much. Great honour. Thank you. This has been a special broadcast dedicated to Monaco in conversation with His Serene Highness Prince Albert II on Sirius XM.